Hello there. You're welcome to the Time with Flora podcast, where we talk, learn and grow together. We podcast weekly. The Time with Flora podcast is available to listen to on Google, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, CastBox and several other podcast platforms. It is a Headway Point production and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Time with Flora. You may also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Time with Flora. And we'd love it as well if you could share this podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your family members, partners, and anyone else that you feel would gain or enjoy listening to the messages that are being shared. Thank you for listening. Hello there. And so today on the Time with Flora podcast, I'm really delighted to welcome my guest today. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Antoinette Wumogie. Yes. Did I get that right? Wumogie, yes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, really, uh, actually, I'm going to have you tell the audience of the, the story you told me about your wedding. Um, but but um, before she does that... Uh, Antoinette is going to be talking to us today, or sharing a conversation with me today, where we'll be talking about all things natural, talking about her stories in terms of running her business, and and some of her beliefs and the things that she does that guide her on her journey of life. So Antoinette, tell us that interesting story about your wedding, and and the pronunciation (laughs) of your name, because we were talking about that. (laughs) Okay, um... my name. Um, yeah, so my husband's surname is spelled um, U-W-U-M-A-R-O-G-I-E. And so to anybody who is not from Benin, when you see that you're going to go Uwumaroge, which is what I always did. But then my mother-in-law back then would tell me, it's not Uwumaroge, it's Uwumaroge. <laughs> you know? And so um, when we were getting married, you know, when we got to the part with the vows... Um, you know, you have to say, I take you and all of that stuff. And when, when I got to the part where I had to say his name, um, <laughs> her voice, <laughs> I just had her voice in my head saying, Antoinette, you better pronounce it right. <laughs> so I, I pronounced it. I think I said, but um, it was very uncertain <laughs> pronunciation. And so as soon as his name you know, came out of my lips, I just started laughing, you know, because I just knew I, I mocked it all up. And the great thing is that the entire, everybody in the church <laughs> started laughing with brilliant, me. Brilliant. I mean, I mean it, was, it was funny, you know, yeah. but yeah. Well, it was very interesting, and I. I, I <laughs> but you've got it right now, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I believe I do. Yeah. I, I, I hope I have. Yes, My yes. mother-in-law will probably be well, the best I'm, judge. I'm sure you have because certain things would have happened by now. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um, listen, lovely to have you here. With yeah, me. yeah. And so you are an engineer. Yes. You are an engineer by way of uh, education. Education, yes. Uh, you are also an entrepreneur. You're a foodie. You've also and you. I'll also run a bakery. Yes, I and, do. And uh, I know as well you, you do other things like you make your own jams. And yes, I, I do. I actually had the pleasure mm-hmm. yesterday of uh, buying a few jars from you. Yes, and, and did. they're really fantastic. Right. And you also describe yourself as a natural beauty enthusiast. Yes. Why is that? Why do you describe yourself that way? Um, I think it's just because um, a lot of people these days have this... Um, I will use the word warped sense of beauty. Mm. You know, everybody is, you know, 
putting on, okay, 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 like when it comes to skin, for example, yeah. our girls are not comfortable in their own skin anymore. Everybody wants to look like a foreigner. So everybody's, you know, using bleaching creams yeah, and stuff. There's a lot of bleaching going on, you yeah. know? And, you know, and a lot of people have actually, actually have self-image issues. It's mm -hmm. actually funny. You would think, you know, and um, so for me, I've, Actually, found. I mean, honestly, I, I honestly can't be bothered. You know, it's it's a, it's a lot of hassle to mm. keep on worrying about. Oh, my complexion isn't yellow enough. Oh, I didn't put enough powder on my face. Oh, I didn't. You know, and I just feel that all these chemicals that we put on our skin, it can't be healthy. It can't be good for you. I mean, bleaching alone already knows already damaging your skin. Yeah. But all, all the other creams that we put on our bodies, they contain. I don't. I have the things that are written on the label. I can't even. I can't pronounce them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I just think you know what before we started buying all these creams and stuff we were, we were using creams we use coconut oil we use shea butter we use natural stuff so I'm just, i just think that look you know you can still be beautiful but just use natural stuff be kind to yourself yeah. you know and also look at yourself and appreciate you for you you know it doesn't matter what your skin color is it doesn't matter if you're using expensive products or you're using cheap products what matters is that you're using what works for you Indeed. you know and and that's what i think a lot of people need to realize and come back to you know there's i mean anyway i, I guess i understand it's, it's the media really they bombard us with all these images of what beauty should be and a lot of young girls this is what they see and and that's why they start having all these body image yeah. you know issues and i i just I don't know. So for me, I just feel that, look, you know, as much as possible. And I mean, it's in everything that I do. I, I don't wear too much makeup. Yeah. I don't use a lot of stuff. I just feel keep it as natural as possible. And yeah. just, you know, flaunt what God gave you. Because a lot of women are beautiful without all the stuff that we do. Yeah, and yeah. I, I have to say, it's, it's one of the things that has always struck me about you, Antoinette. And yeah. it's not just because you're here. You're, you're very authentic to your yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Know, you. The hair's natural, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, as you say, not a lot of um, mm. makeup. And every time I see you, you are you just look in that very natural state. So mm. it's great. And yeah. even the things that you're involved in, in terms yeah. of business and yes. everything, mm. it, it again just speaks to yes. things that are natural. Natural, which, yes. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great. Um, so do keep that up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I intend so to. on the back of that, mm -hmm. I'd like you to tell the audience a little bit about who you are. Um, call it an elevator pitch. Call it who is Antoinette. <laughs> so let's hear from you. Okay. Well, um, like like Flora's already said, yeah. I started out in engineering, <laughs> which is uh, interesting that I went into food. If you had asked me ten years ago what I'd be doing, I certainly wouldn't say that I was going to be baking or, you know, in charge of a company that is making. Oh yeah, we're the only. Okay, are we the only ones? I think so. Or are we the only other company? I don't. Anyway, but I think, um, yeah, we make tropical jams with okay. local fruits in Nigeria, and which I think is absolutely fantastic. I love the fact that you can come and you can buy mango, pineapple, pawpaw jam, which are, taste great and just speak to the fact that it's coming out of Nigeria, which Africa, is which is fantastic. Simply it's simply Nigerian. Yeah, right. exactly. And one of the things that really guide me, one of the things I really, really want to see is more and more people doing things in Nigeria by ourselves. You know, like I was telling you earlier, I, I don't like the fact that we import everything. And it's and again it also speaks to my natural movement, which is like my husband is always and I'm always doing crazy things like but I, I, I make my own mayonnaise, I make my own ketchup. What? You know, oh, if, really? yeah, yeah I do. If if I can make anything if when I see something yeah. that like I okay, I go and find out how do I make it? Yeah. You know, how do I I'm, I'm like even yogurt. I I'm, I'm, uh, uh, part of my business at one point I used to make soy yogurt for people yes and I, I was like look 
before we started having cultures and starters and stuff, yeah. there was a way yogurt came from somewhere. Yeah. Before it became chemical, there mm. was a way this was being. Yeah. How how is it being done? Yeah. And so I think that I so I do that kind of research. I try to find out. Yes, you know, we make bread. Yes, we buy yeast. But the first few loaves of bread before we start making yeast commercially. Where did the yeast come from? Yeah. How was it done? So I do a lot of, you know, I try to go back into a lot of, and thank God for the internet because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we'll talked a lot about YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. So, so I'm, I get to from, learn from, yes, those mediums, from yeah. those mediums. Yeah. So I, I do a lot of, um, I, 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 I'm on the internet a lot. Wow. You know, I'm on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I, if you open my computer, I have like 20 pages open <laughs> at the same time. You know, um, yeah. I love to read. You know, and uh, my reading, it's, it's about anything, anything, also, as long as it's interesting, yeah. from how the universe started to some fictional story about, I don't know, elves and dungeons and dragons and stuff like that. You know, I'm just, as long as it's interesting, I will read it. As long as it, I feel the subject matter that, you know, could bring some kind of value, whether it is entertainment or knowledge. I love to read. And that's another thing that I also, at some point, I would really like to see a lot of Nigerian, in addition to the natural beauty thing, I feel that that's, that's something that's been lost. Mm. You know, there are a lot of people who read a lot, mm. you know, and even with those who read, a lot of reading that I've seen for those who do read is very narrow. So just maybe somebody, you might have someone who reads, but all they read are books on self-improvement, which yeah. is not a bad thing, yeah. but I feel that you might have a, a genre, a type of um, um, article or book that you like to read, but I also think that you should also read about other things, see other experiences, yeah. other worldviews, because it, it just helps in, you know, it, it broadens your horizon, or broadens your mind, just yeah. makes you see you're not so closed yeah. in a particular way yeah. of thinking. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so that's just the thing. So, yeah, and then um, I think the only, uh, okay, yeah, I also love to dance. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, when I was younger, yeah. before I went into the whole engineering thing, um, my greatest wish was to be a dancer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, my father was a very traditional Igbo man, and he said, no, my daughter, you're not dancing any. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're going to be a doctor. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. what our parents did. Yeah, that's what yeah. our parents did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, they were, like, so against it. Yeah. So I only um, started dancing, uh, I think, just after I met my husband. Okay. Yeah, so I told him how much I really, really liked dancing, mm -hmm. how I wished I could learn to dance, mm -hmm. especially the ballroom dancing and the salsas and yeah. stuff, you know. And um, that, I, the week after I told him, he comes up to me and says, Antoinette, guess what? There's salsa dancing in, in, in Lagos in oh, some wow. place. Yeah, some place called The Vault. It's closed down now. I'm like, no, Philip, you're kidding me. So no, 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 seriously, there is. I'm like, really? So I, I, I got all dressed up. <laughs> and I I started the second class ever. Oh of salsa in Nigeria. So, I mean, we used to go there like, oh my God, every time, dancing, dancing, dancing. And it's so much fun. And you see, that's another thing about it. It's also, you know, dancing, like any physical activity, mm. also is a wonderful, I think that when it comes to health and wellness, yeah. you should, because I can remember that there were days I'd be at work mm. and I'd be really stressed mm. or I'd be upset about something mm. someone did. Mm -hmm. And then I'd go to the dance floor and in 10 minutes, yeah. it's gone. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like, it's like it didn't even happen. You know, I, there was a time when I took like a year off dancing and I know that it, I don't think it helped my psyche because things got to me faster. There was no release. 
you know, which is what you get from dancing. Yeah. So whether it's dancing or some kind of physical activity, you know, I just believe that people should try and do something yeah. that you enjoy. I because, it, it, yeah, 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 because it's not just about, you know, because some people look at fitness and health and they don't look at that only from the point of view of, oh, looking skinny and looking slim and mm -hmm. all of that stuff. But there's more to it. There's something about what it does to your mind, you know, what it does to your outlook. You yeah. know, it makes you feel you're positive. You know, it, it, it does. It, so I just, yeah, so that's another thing. Yeah, so, you know, I think um, that's about it. So we've talked about my, my love of food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we've learned a lot about you. You're, you're yeah. foodie, you love to dance. Mm, I love and, to uh, read. <laughs> you can now pronounce your, your, your I cannot pronounce surname. Yes. And, yeah, no, that's, that's, and of course you're an engineer. Yeah. Um, you know, I, on that, the last point that you were making with regards to uh, this whole idea of do something in terms of the whole... Um, well, yeah, outlet, yes. uh, de-stress it. Yes. I think you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, because the world is such a stressful place Indeed. these days. And mm -hmm. we all have to find that go-to thing mm -hmm. or things that we do yes. that allow us to step into a space of silence, a, a, place, of, a, a place of peace yes. where we can just be. Yes. And not think and just, you know, be, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, I, 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 love what, I love what you said there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's sort of really interesting. Um, and let's just carry on, just talking about wellness right there. Mm -hmm. um, it's a word that we hear a lot about now. And I was yeah. asking, you know, some other interviewees the other day, you know, what's their take on what that means? Mm -hmm. And certainly, what does that mean? Because you've been talking about Nigeria yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what does wellness mean from your perspective within the Nigerian context? Yeah. Well, How do you see wellness? We did a Nigerian context. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Well, for me, wellness is a, it's a number of things. But anyway, it all comes down to one thing. It's, it's, a, it's a peace of mind. Mm -hmm. It's a, a healthy body. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's doing things. But it's being kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing. You know, and um, I, I, I once saw an interview, I think it was, or a clip, again, on YouTube or Instagram somewhere. It yeah. was Will Smith. And he was talking about, um, like, you know, let's say um, you have a friend yeah. who is overeating or doing something that they shouldn't. And you give them advice and you say, oh, why are you doing this? You know, try and be better. And, other. and we do that a lot. We give out of free and unwanted advice sometimes. But you never do that to yourself. So it's the same thing. So wellness is about being kind to yourself. It's about, you know... Um, it's not necessarily about diet and you know, all that funny stuff or even it's just about saying, look, I want to live um, happy and healthy for myself, for my family, for my friends. What are the things that I need to do? Yeah. And what are the things that I'm doing that are going to prevent me from achieving this? And being able to tell yourself and to love yourself enough to say, look, I know you want to do this or you don't want to do that. But if you don't do it, this is what is going to this is the result, which is not what you want, yeah. you know, and that's what it's about at the end of the day. So if you are an overweight person and for you, you need to lose the pounds, then when you're reaching for that ice cream and you're saying, oh, I'm just going to take one little spoon and it doesn't really matter. I mean, definitely you shouldn't, you know, guilt yourself when you do, but you should remember to tell yourself, look, Antoinette, whatever your name is, mm. I love you. Mm. I know I want to eat this ice cream. But seriously, it's not going to help because I take this ice cream. I'm going to add on the pounds. You know, I won't be able to sleep properly because you, maybe if you're really overweight, you might have like sleep apnea or something. You're stressing your heart. You're doing things that are not good for you. But right now, this ice cream is poison, right? So don't take it. 
go get an apple instead mm. if you need something sweet. Yeah. You know, so that's what it's about. Mm. If 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 it's for you, it's that oh, I'm really stressed, you know, and I need to come to a place of peace. Mm. Then it has to be about taking time every day to meditate. Yeah. You know, it's about surrounding yourself with positive things. You know, YouTube is amazing. Again, I go back to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you, they're, they're like hundreds of motivational videos that tell you about, they just, just say repeat after me, or just listen before you sleep or before you wake up. I, I'm, I'm strong, I'm confident, the universe is working in my favor. You know, surround yourself with these things. Because in Nigeria, it's stressful. You know, Nigeria, it, it's difficult to be healthy. You know, it's difficult to, to be happy. and be, I mean, just, just step out of your house. So going, for those people who like, go on Thurman Bridge, yeah. for example, that commute alone, the commute, it can drive you crazy. You're like, oh my God. You know, and then when you get into the office or, you know, or even go to the market and yeah. people are grabbing you and maybe it rains and it gets muddy and everything. You know, just, I mean, seriously, there's nothing on, on Nepa is giving you half current or yeah. there's no power for days or then all the food in your fridge is spoiling. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of triggers. About yeah, you know, in Nigeria. Yeah. And you, yeah. you, you just need to find a way to come away from that and mm. say, you know what, I, no. I, okay, yeah, I see it, but I'm not going to let it get to me. I'm yeah. going to find a way yeah, yeah. around it, yeah. you know. So that's, that's what I think. Someone said to me one time, I, I'm sure a lot of you have heard this before, but like if someone tells you, oh, if you come to this place at 2 o'clock yeah. every day for the next three months, yeah, I will give you a million dollars at the end of it. You're going to go to that place every day at that time. <laughs> so, yeah, because you, you see a goal, that million yeah. dollars is what you want. Yeah. So in the same way, you yeah. should value yourself and your body you know, as that million dollar, whatever that price is to you. And so you, you should make time for yourself. Yeah. You should be like, look, oh, huh, I have to do this thing. Because if I don't do it, yeah. this is not happening. But you know? you know, and I just love everything that you have said there. And why, why do I say that? Yeah. Because you are also pointed to something that is also very, very important. Mm -hmm. And that is that people need to be connected with their why. Yeah. You see, with all of those things that you, you, you have said one one could do should do um and and, and staying intentional and in, on, on course about those things yeah if people are not connected to the reason why, why they, they need to, to do it yeah that is when procrastination exactly steps in that is mm. when um discouragement people get demotivated people kind of lose interest True. why because they have not really connected with the reason why they need to, to do, do it. yes you know mm. that is really really important mm. even if it's things like losing weight mm -hmm. you know just staying in a peaceful place why is that important because mm -hmm. i know that when i when i put myself in a, a you know a peaceful place you know, my health will be good. Yeah. I'll live longer. Yeah. I'll be happier. Mm -hmm. And I'm committed and connected with that reason. And so therefore, I will do these things. Exactly. So with that said, mm -hmm. what's your why? What is it that motivates you? What is it that keeps you going and energized and, you know, motivated to do what you do, Antonin? Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not sure... I'm not sure I know the answer to that question. I mean, there, there are a number of things I could say. Um, there is the personal selfish reason, you know, of, want, of, of a picture I have in my head of myself, you know, and where I want to be and what I want to do, you know. So that motivates me from time to time. And it's, it's about the things that I want to do for other people, 
you know, um, like your family or your friends and things that you wish you could do that you can't do right now. There are number, I, don't, I don't think I've quite figured it out yet, yeah. you know, but what, what I do know is that it's, there's, there's a selfish aspect to it and there's also a giving aspect to it, you know, and I just, for, ex, for example, you know, me, me being healthy and natural and all of that stuff, it's, it's, it's selfish. It's from, it's from me. I, I want to be happy. Yeah. I, I want to wake up in the morning and, you know, know that I'm healthy, you know, and I'm not as scared that I'm, I'll drop dead of a heart attack or, you know, end my life before I can even start doing anything that I yeah. plan to do, yeah. you know. And the, the other part is also just wanting to be there for my family, you know, in in as as much as possible as you know in the because best in the, in the, thank you in the best yeah, way that i can you know I and you. yeah and and so i i think it's, it's a combination of that yeah. really you know you you, you just like I, like I said i haven't quite I, I can't really say this is it yes you know but for now i think that these are the kinds of things that motivate yeah. me you know i am and that's just what keeps me going yeah. for now yeah, yeah. I, I i connect with what you you, you have said there because mm -hmm when I think about uh, being on a wellness journey mm -hmm. the why for me is very much along the lines of the things that you have said oh, so okay. why, why is why is living a, a, you know living uh, as well as I can beating the sedentary lifestyle important yeah. for me so yeah. on a selfish level yeah. I want I want to live long yes. I don't want to live long well yes I, I want to be around as long as I can, can. for my children yeah. Um, I am the, and I, I know that through my foundation, Walks as Foundation, for mm -hmm. example, I have been able to um, uh, inspire a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, give them, you know, a lot of motivation in terms of looking after themselves. Yeah. And so um, I, I, I very happily, uh, you know, take on the, the responsibility of, of being, um, uh, you know, a good example to, to those people those people that have have bothered to listen to the things that I've said yeah. and even just those th three things alone mm -hmm. are something that keeps me really Going, committed yeah. to doing the best I can mm -hmm. in living um, you know a healthier lifestyle it's not a perfect lifestyle yeah. I, I, I have my treats and, of course and all that kind of stuff <laughs> you know but but that's okay too yeah. that's okay too mm -hmm. so so um, there is there is that why in relation to my wellness mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and and lifestyle, if you will. Yeah. Um, there's the other why that speaks to you know my career. Yeah. And so that could be different. Yes. And uh, you know I've I've got over the last you know nine months or so I've really gotten strong in understanding what my why looks like there. Okay. And so for you, it's, mm. that, that's probably the one that you're still thinking about, yeah. which is. You know, you're still kind of I'm trying to figure, figure it out, that then, out. Yeah. And guess what? So many people are actually in that space. Okay. If you ask a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, what is your, your why? What is it that, why are you doing what you do? Why do you get up in the morning? What is it, what is it that keeps you motivated? Even when times are tough, even when there's no electricity, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the funds are low sometimes. Yeah. You're struggling to pay the rent. You're yeah. struggling to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. But you keep pushing. Why do you do keep doing that? And, and um, for people to be completely in the know of what that is, is not always very clear to them. Sometimes it takes a moment, it takes an episode in their life, it mm -hmm. takes an event in their life that will push them to say, you know what, I'm not going to be doing what I've been doing until I understand the why. Yeah. And if something needs to, and this is where people kind of end up changing careers drastically mm -hmm. and pursuing passions. Yeah. <laughs> because they know that, look, I don't want to be 
just going along mm -hmm. like I've not got anything that I'm, I'm heading towards. Yeah. I actually want to be very clear-headed and, and clearly focused about this thing, this thing that I have a lot of love and passion for and I want to follow it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. Sometimes yeah. the, the, the point is that we need, when, being ready has to be on your own timeline, not mm -hmm. on anybody else's, yeah. but you have to figure it out. True. You know, so that's good too. Yeah. But I know that I've got you, you really thinking about that Yes, now. you have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's great. It's a yeah. wonderful journey. Mm -hmm. So listen, I would love for us to talk a little bit about what you've done in your work career. Okay. Um, it's been nice really just knowing who you are holistically. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've done things until you I know you had a you, you know you have a bakery and, mm -hmm. and you used to be into making bread and mm -hmm. there's some stuff. so what I'd really like to hear about for the benefit of the audience yeah. for me I'd love to hear the story okay. is you know what does your career work career look like okay and and what have been some of the lessons that you've learned as a consequence of your journey so far that okay. you, you'd, you'd like to pass on okay all right then okay so it's interesting I started out as an engineer mm -hmm. I remember I told him my dad wanted to be a doctor. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we finally convinced him that I should go study engineering instead. He I was, like we. We, we, we had to, you know, he, he, he wasn't having it. I was like, no, daddy, no, it's good. And he said, what is electronics engineering? I said, daddy, it's the wave of the future. <laughs> he said, what is this computer thing? It's going to fail. I said, no, daddy, it's not going to fail. It's still it. <laughs> So we had, to, we had to have a panel, really, you know, yeah. um, you know family friends came, yeah. relatives, yeah. and we sat wow. down. Oh, my God, I had to come for that. He wasn't oh, having it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So he was like, so we now finally got him to agree. And uh, so I studied electronics engineering, went to University of Nigeria and Suka. Oh. Yeah. Um, graduated. And then I started working in IT, which was kind of weird. I, I, I just basically packed my bags. I said, you know what? I'm just going to, I lived in Portacourt at the time, yeah. moved to Lagos, yeah. and just started working in this company. Uh, I think the first thing was how to pay the salary, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, that was where I learned how to become a programmer mm -hmm. and a web designer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I did that for a bit. And I kind of like hopped companies until I started working in uh, an investment company, uh, BGL. Okay. Yeah, worked in the research um, department and then moved into the e-business unit. Yeah. You know, and they're just basically trying to help in like building solutions for the company yeah. to use. And um, while all of this was happening, I started um, making cakes. Now, this is okay. I've always been a foodie. I've always been a yeah. oh, I like making food. I like you know trying new things. I've always been like that. But um, how I really got started with my um, first business, as I call it now, is. Um, I hated chocolate cakes, but I loved chocolate. And I couldn't understand why. Because okay. it made no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> so enter the internet. <laughs> and I found this recipe for a chocolate cake. And mm. I said, you know what? I'm going to make a chocolate cake. And I'm going to see, you know, why it's, I mean, seriously, why can't I do it? Yeah. So I, I made this cake and I ate it and I liked it. Then I thought to myself, you know what? You like it because you made it. That's the only reason. Uh, but I would take these cakes to my office and I'd share with my colleagues and they'd be like, oh my God, we love the cake. It's really nice. Make some for me. And the requests, you know, they so kept coming. They started yeah. rolling in. And I'd be like, I don't have time. So we'll pay you. <laughs> we'll pay you. So I started making cakes. And um, 
before and then, you know, before I knew what was happening, it suddenly went from making cakes for people I knew to someone saying, oh, this person said you made a cake, make a cake for me, yeah. you know, and, you know, I just started doing that. Mm. And people would come to me and go like, Antoinette, I don't know what you're doing here. You have this skill. Why are you here? Go start your own thing. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever, I'm, I'm going to. And but when all of this was happening, my mom called me. In fact, she was one of the people who called me and told me that this Ewing program was starting out. And I think that was the second year it was mm -hmm. running for and I should apply and I'd get this grant. And I'm like, huh, Ewing, grant, Nigeria, you've got to be <laughs> kidding me. And they kept on pestering me. Yeah. So I think it was about um, I think it was about two days to the time when the application closed. I said, you know what? I should just apply. So that when they harass me, I'd say, yeah, I applied. So I, I did what you want me to do. So I, I you know, yeah. picked it up, filled the form, submitted it, and I forgot about it. I'm like, I'm done. So I was really shocked when I was called and said, hey, you've passed the first stage. Yeah. When that happened, I said, uh, uh, you see, I, I knew it was fake. <laughs> How could I have gotten through with only this minimal effort? I said, uh, there's no way it's real. But the thing is that, we were invited to LBS for, I think it was about five days or so, mm -hmm. where we were supposed to come sit through, you know, different people talking about, you know, business courses, from everything from operation management to sales, all kind of things. Yeah. So when I went into LBS, you know, I was like, yeah, okay, LBS, all right, sat down, and these people came up on Taylor and they said, you know what, out of um, how many thousand applications was it now? I can't, I think it was, was it 12,000 or 20,000? It was a lot anyway that only, um, I think only 10% or so got through to yeah. the first stage or something like that. At that point, you know, it's, it's tight to sink in. Hang on, this is serious. Yeah. You know, because I'd been, I'd been being like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But it just started sinking. This is serious, yeah. you know. And as we came in every day and had different people come in to teach us about running a business, about creating your business plan, about all kinds of things, and talking with other people like me who applied, yeah. it suddenly became like, oh my God, this is for real, yeah. don't even kid. <laughs> so we, after the course was over, we're supposed to go back, take the lessons learned, and write your business plan, submit, and... So at this point, I was not like, oh my God, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to work on my business. I've really got to take it seriously, you know? So I was now more committed yeah. to this process. And I, I wrote my business plan and, you know, submitted it and like finger biting. Oh my God, they're going to call me. I have a lot of competition, you know? And shocker, they called me. I said, hey, you got the grant. Woo! I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that, that was for how much? 10 million. Wow. Yeah, 10 million naira. Wow. Free wow. of charge. So wow. I didn't know it's not, it's not, uh, it wasn't, um, um, it wasn't, yeah, it was amazing. And it wasn't, it's not, it wasn't, um, uh, what do you call it? A loan or anything mm. like that. You know, so I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is real. You know, and uh, at which point I'm like, and then don't forget, back at work, people yes. are telling me, what are you doing here? Yeah. So once I got the grant, I was like, you know what? You need to quit your job. You need to focus on this. You need to open your bakery. Mm. And um, at the time when I was um, writing my business plan, what I wanted to do was um, um, I had um, I had three things on my list. I had um, artisan bread, mm -hmm. and I had um, cakes, and I had um, pasta. Mm. And um, but at the time I was starting out, I realized something about the bread. We decided to start with the bread and the cakes because we, I thought, you know, hey. Um, going for pasta, the machines are so expensive, it's going to be expensive, let's, let's not do this, mm -hmm. you know. And like I told you, the jam thing was also there, but I didn't bother, it wasn't even yeah, in my plan at the point, because at that time I thought nobody's going to want to buy my jam, it's going to be so expensive, I didn't even, that didn't even come up, you know. So I started with the bread, 
um, I bought the equipment because barriers to entry was a little bit lower. You know, made a few mistakes. You know, a lot of things that you don't learn, like people who sell you the wrong equipment because you don't know any better. Mm -hmm. You have to really do your homework. Mm -hmm. That happened to me. I got mm -hmm. swindled, but hey, you know. And um, I started the bakery, mm -hmm. and uh, of course, the first few months was terrifying for me because of like I didn't feel I was making enough sales I go home and I'd be like oh my god if nobody's coming the bread is going bad nobody's buying my bread you know and that was on the one on the one hand on the other hand there was also this thing where um, I, I wanted to, like I was saying in my plan I wanted to make artisan bread and I wanted to make it like all natural so my plan wasn't even to buy yeast or anything like that because I had figured out how to make my own yeast <laughs> and so my plan was to have my own life cultures of yeast and not even have any preservatives because the thing about making your own yeast is that in addition to yeast there's this other bacteria um, whose name I have forgotten right now but apparently it actually has preservative properties so you can actually you can actually keep your bread for up to five days mm -hmm. because you're using natural yeast without adding anything into okay. it. Yeah, so it's not going to grow mold on anything okay. because this other bacteria secretes something that actually keeps your bread preserved. preserved. Yeah. yeah. So, but then you know, Navdak was coming to inspect, and I like if you tell them you're making bread with, I kept on getting things like, how long is this your bread going to last? What's the shelf life? What's preservative are you using? That kind of thing. Yeah. So I found myself going away from what I wanted to right. do, yeah. you know, and doing what was mainstream, where I'm making bread for everybody the way it's normally made, you know, and uh, that, I think that's, well, it happened. Mm. I did that. And um, another thing I also was interested in back then, and still am, like I said, is I wanted us to make, I wanted Nigerians to make our own food. Mm. I didn't like that we were importing everything. So at the time, I assumed that, you know, the flour I was buying was, you know, because you buy it from our um, dangote and from flour mills and you think it's, you know, it's a Nigerian product. It wasn't until that nice crash we had some time ago where yeah. the dollar fell and the markets were going crazy. Yeah. And, you know, the price of my goods just kept on rising and rising. And I couldn't understand, you know, because at this point, the bakery was doing well. Mm. I was thinking expansion, mm. you know, and um, all of a sudden things started going in their direction. And I just couldn't understand it. They're like, what's going on yeah. here, you know? And um, that's when I found out that actually we import our wheat. And so they import, so all we do is process it. And then we just grind it into flour and yeah. sell. So, so obviously, so, if you're running a, a business, yeah. it's going to be affected by that. And everything else, oh, of really course, expensive. is really, really expensive. Yeah. And then the other thing I didn't want to do was to compromise on quality. Because I have this thing of where if, if I can't eat what I make, then I feel like I'm a fraud. Oh, so in the end, I had to close my bakery down. Wow. Yeah, because um, I just, I just couldn't. I could. People would tell me, "Oh, why don't you use this? Or why don't you use that?" You know. And for me, I just thought, if I can't eat it, why am I making yeah. it? You know. People would tell me, "Oh, you're, because it's too rich. You put milk. You use this type of butter. You use yeah. that." And for me, and then, and then of course, and another thing again, also because the economy was so bad back then, if I as much as raised the price of my bread by fifty naira, mm -hmm. I would lose half my customers. But that 15 naira doesn't really do much because the margins were... So it just, it just went crazy. Yeah. So I... And that's another thing that I also learned from doing business. As early as a year before I finally shut down, yeah. I knew I had to kill it. Yeah. You know? Because it wasn't doing anything for me. Yeah. But there was this, oh, it's the first one I did. The love of it. Oh, it's going to mm. turn around. So I kept on feeding... They're just throwing money down the well, yeah. you know, which is something that I advise anybody who is into business. So when you look at something, just yeah. be dispassionate. We, yeah. know, we know you love it and it's your baby, but yeah. 
when it's not working out anymore, mm. at some point you have to just say, you know what, time to go some in yeah. some other direction, you yeah. know, and do it as quickly as possible. So you give yourself room to go into something else. Mm. So that's what I did. I, I cut out the bread business, you know, and I just stopped with making my cakes. Now I was also interested about that, that while I was combining the two, kind of nature of the way bread is made, it ended up crowding out my cake business. Mm -hmm. So I was spending a lot of time and energy on this business that was failing and not enough on sort of one that was actually more lucrative, yeah. which is, you know, it's, when I think about it, I can't even imagine what I was thinking, <laughs> but that's what I was doing, you know? And so that's another thing I learned down the road that, look, you have to do this. Then the other thing is that um, I decided after that, that look, I wanted that, what was my dream when it came to being a food printer? Mm -hmm. I wanted to produce food. And it wasn't about just bread and cakes and things. I actually wanted to manufacture mm -hmm. food mm -hmm. that we make ourselves. And so I went back to my jam, this same jam that I said, oh, it's not going to work. And mm -hmm. of course, but at this point now, everything is way more expensive than it was yeah. you know, eight years ago. You know? And I said, okay, let's, let's just try. So I went out, I made some jam, I took it to a fair. Oh, nice, we like your jam. Okay, that's interesting. Go to another fair. Oh my God, your jam is lovely. <laughs> Go to another fair. Oh my God, you're in Nigerian making this jam. You should put proudly Nigerian on this thing. Oh my God. And I, so it's like the more I got people telling me this is really nice, I'm like, huh, okay. I, I'm actually shocked you guys are buying my jam because I thought you'd all be like, it's too expensive. But hey, okay, this is good. So it actually encouraged me, yeah. you know, to, you know, go ahead and start this uh, business, you yeah. know. And then luckily I got called in for the TV Food and Drink Fair and that introduced me to an even wider, bigger, bigger yeah. audience, you yeah. know. And when, when that happened, it's like everybody that came to, there are people who came just because they saw my promotion on Instagram that, hey, somebody making jam is going to be here. Yeah. The people who were just passing by and go like, hang on, what's that jam? Made in Nigeria? Really? In Lake? Really? Like how? And wait, out of mangoes? Yeah. Pineapple? Are you yeah. serious? I know. And so, it's just like that. And it's actually, honestly, even now, it still amazes me because yeah. when I think back to the first time I ever gave anybody my jam, which was about eight years ago, you know, and they're like, Antoinette, this is really nice. You should try saying that, like, yeah, who's going to buy my jam? Why would anybody want to spend money on this jam? It's going to be so <laughs> I Look at the packaging, it's so expensive. No one's going to want to buy it. So when I think back and say, look, if I, had, if I hadn't been a, a negative nilly, if I had just had belief in myself and that I could do it, you know, and I had done this back then when I got my grants, you know, if that was what I had pushed as my business plan, you know, it would have been, it would have been different. You know, I'd be so much further along by now, you know? But, now, but, but, but at the end of the day, even though this has happened, it's still, it's still learning. Because what it has taught me is that you just have to be brave. You know, you have an idea, be brave. Don't, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to wait for all the, all, the, all the stars or whatever to align. It doesn't need to happen. Just, can you do something? Even if it's in its rudimentary form, whatever, just start. Yeah. Start. Yeah. So get get whatever it is you're doing I, I, out I hear there. That a lot. Yeah. That is such a yeah. that particular mm. lesson learned. Yeah. Is always said. Yeah. Always. Always. Said. Yeah. 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 I've I've learned that. Just mm. start. So that yeah. you have to start. You have to be brave. Yeah. Right. And you have to. That's just another thing about it. You have to see because there are a lot of people around here going to tell you it's not going to work. 
people are going to tell you this is going to fail. Yeah. In fact, in, as much as I had people who told me this was going to work, I had people who told me, what are you doing? This is not going to yeah. buy this jam. Yeah. So I still had that happening. Yeah, yeah. But you see, a lot of people are going to be, let me use the word, naysayers, mm. right? So you have to be your own cheerleader. You have to tell yourself, hey, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's going to work. Mm -hmm. You have to, because the minute you say to yourself, I don't think it's going to work, mm. before you even try, you've already killed it. Absolutely. Before anybody has said anything to you, you've already killed it. Yeah. So what you need to do is take your idea, be confident, be brave, do what you need to mm. do, and keep walking, have a plan, yeah. just keep going. Mm. Because it, it could surprise you. Like I said, every day I am surprised. You know, I, the other day my brother came up to me and said, Antoinette, I was on the island talking with somebody and I just happened to mention that in addition to making cakes, you now make jam and you make badagri jam. And she was like, oh my God, badagri, I've heard about them. And he was like, really? Like how? He said, ah, somebody somewhere. And I'm like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Right? And somebody has heard about my jam. I'm just thinking, wow, it's, um, it's fantastic. It's amazing to me. I'm like, oh my God. You know, so it's, 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 it's really nice and it's really encouraging. You know, because it just, it, it motivates you to keep going. Because you know that, look, I, I have this dream. You know, I want, it's because, you know, it, I must have, it, that, like I said, I want everybody to produce food um, locally here from our own local products and everything. But in addition, for my jam, mm. I want it to be in everybody's home. Mm. You know, the way people, when you talk about um, Maggie or no, mm. you know, all Maggie, all, all stock cubes are Maggie or no cubes. Mm. Or all all bleaches, jig, yeah, yeah. or all pens and are so big. I want to make a jam. So you know, someone that's says that. So, yeah. So I, I want jam. No, I want badagri. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I want to happen. Yeah. So that's that. When it comes to badagri jam, that is my vision for yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I want it to be. When you know, when someone says I want, you know, those noodles that I want indomie. Yeah. I want badagri. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. You know, so that that is badagri jam or yeah. badagri is synonymous with jam in Nigeria. Yeah, that's that. Well, can I can I tell you? Yeah. Because I asked you a question earlier. What yeah. is your why? You, yeah. you know what your why is. You've, you've actually been. <laughs> is like, that my it's why? It's just that you've never really given yourself time. Okay. So you, there are two things that you have said in the whole in all the in the whole conversation that we've yeah. been having. Um, that you you want people to to make food that's that's that's. Uh, produced, produced here. Yeah, where the ingredients yeah. are produced, produced here. here yeah. mm -hmm. And now you're talking about your jam. Yeah. Your jam. yeah. I think you've got two very distinct, very clearly articulated aspirations. Okay. Yeah, on yeah, which okay. you can you, you can build your at least your career wire around. Yeah, yeah. And they may not necessarily be explicit in relation to those two things, but mm -hmm. but you, you 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 know you know what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's um it's uh you you want to keep it real. You want to keep it real in terms of it, whatever it is that you're doing, doing being yes. committed to, yeah. being Authentic, all about what you yeah. can do, yeah. and build that is here and, yeah. and that is sourced right, right here. here. And even yeah. when you had that whole journey with with the business and the and the uh, you know and the and the bakery making the bread, mm -hmm. you know, when you then ran into that space where you realized that actually, the source of your bread wasn't wasn't yeah that that kind of messed up your, yeah, it, yeah, it your, did. Your, your vision mm -hmm. of what you were trying to do and what you were trying to be. Yeah. I, I, obviously, there were other factors. factors that yeah. But that was really critical to mm -hmm. the kind of vision that you had for what you were trying to build anyway. So That's true. I, I think you're already in that space, even though you, you think you may not have articulated it 
clearly word for word, mm. but it's very much about that. Sorry, mm -hmm. I've got a little bit of a sort of coaching sort of going on here. But no, but you've said it. Mm. You, it's it's very clear. It's okay. very clear, and that you you've, you've kind of set out your boundary. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just about wording what's in within your boundary yeah. uh, that you're looking at now. Okay. So amazing, amazing journey, and also the lessons as well. Mm. You talked about the you know just do it, yeah. just start. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what else did you talk about in terms of lessons learned? Um, being confident and yes, brave. Being, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so much stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. And so how, how are you feeling today about where you are in your life, in your career today? Actually, I'm very happy with where I am. It's, it's strange, you know. Um, if you had asked me this question last year, I'd be like, oh my God, what am I doing yeah. with my life, yeah. you know. But today, I'm so positive. You know, it's like I can already see it. It's not here, you know, but I can see it. It's like I can touch it. I, yeah. just, I just know that if I just work hard and I stay focused yes. and I just keep doing yes. what I'm supposed to yes. do, yes. it's going to come, yes. you know? So, it's, so even if, and, and I think that's an, an interesting thing, you know, because I think that it's, it's like what you said earlier, if you have that, that end game, in your head yeah. you know then no matter what is happening around you yeah. right now it yeah. doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you have the funds or not it doesn't matter if it's it's immaterial yeah. in your head you're like it's gonna work out Absolutely. somehow and you're on track and you're on you're yeah you're moving direction. in that direction you know, yes what you said about you know the jam being the pedagogy jam being mm. in every every house yeah it's a clear it's yeah. a clear vision that's yeah. a clear aspiration that you yeah, have yeah. and so you will be minding your footsteps yeah. and it's not just about the jam as you said yeah. it's food yeah it's food yeah so while it's jam today yeah and and cakes tomorrow it's it's other it's things not, that will be associated food, yeah. with that so it's so food. wonderful wonderful, Thank you. wonderful. <laughs> it's it's been an absolute delight having you with me in the oh program it's, it's it's been great yeah. it's, it's really been great because <laughs> i mean I, I i like some of the questions you've asked me and I actually like the fact that without realizing it, I've been able to articulate my why. Wonderful. So even, even it's, it's clearer yeah. right now than it was <laughs> when we started our conversation. Yeah, wonderful. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for having me. No, because I've, 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 gained, I've gained a lot just sitting down here with you. Fantastic. So yeah. listen, the last thing I want you to do mm -hmm. is I want you Can to let, if people uh, want to find out about you, check you out on social media, YouTube, wherever it is. Can you tell them? where they can connect with you, please. Okay, all right then. Um, for my business, right? Uh, Badagri Jam, we're on Instagram, uh, basically at Badagri Jam. <laughs> so if you click on that, you're, if you type that in, you're gonna find us. Uh, for the cakes, it's uh, at Chow Hot. Okay. So if you- Chow Hot. Chow Hot, C-H-O-W-H-U-T. Okay. Chow Hot. So um, for cakes, you go to Chow Hot, you yeah. find, find me there. I have a page. I don't post a lot of pictures, <laughs> but I have a page, Antoine Pepe, okay. which is basically the first five. Pepe. Yeah, so the first five letters of my name, yeah. A N T O I, yeah. and the Pepe that I use in cooking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, okay. so what do you use that for? Um, that's for, that's my personal oh, page. Right, okay. So you okay. just I just throw in pictures of my once when when I remember take a picture yeah. and it looks nice. <laughs> I put it up but, there. But the, but the main ones are uh, at Badagri Jam. At Badagri Jam. And, and at Chow Hut, yes. And we'll, we'll make sure that we put those uh, in the information um, okay. 
page of the podcast, the podcast. when we okay. put it out on Instagram as well so okay. that people can, can follow it. Okay, but listen, be... Antoinette, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much on sharing time with us in uh, Time with Flora where we yeah. talk, learn and grow together. Yes, we it's do. It's been an absolute delight. It's been great being here. <laughs> yeah. Take care. You too. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,